0: Hello, my name is Christian. Welcome to my podcast where I'll be talking about music, movies, to books, to even just regular conversation. Enjoy. Hello, welcome back to my podcast. My name is Christian and today I'll be reviewing the movie Back to the Future. So this movie is a sci-fi movie that came out back in 1985. It became a, a cult classic or really just a classic in the genre of movies we have today. Um, so this movie takes place back in 1985 where a high school kid named Marty McFly and a mad scientist Doc Brown go into space and time to save the timeline because of the consequences from both Doc and Marty. Now, if you haven't seen the movies, basically... Doc builds this time machine, he basically builds a, bu- a bunch of inventions, and a bunch of silly things, and he has to steal plutonium in the beginning of the movie, and that's only if you've watched it a couple times, there's a lot of hidden details throughout the film that is pretty interesting, I think, but really he takes the plutonium, that is basically what powers the car, and what, how we, how you're able to time travel, and because he made a time machine, and he stole the plutonium. People are going to come after him. You can't just get that stuff for free. So obviously. Uh, the terrorists that he got him off of. he They obviously did not like that. And they wanted to come after him. So they did. And spoiler alert. They shoot him and they kill him. Now this is not much of a spoiler. I'd say this is how the entire movie plays out. Or at least in the first part. Marty is. Obviously infatuated with. Doc Brown in that and in his inventions, and he's basically the cameraman of all, of all of his experiments. And when he shows him the DeLorean, he takes his dog and he takes him out of, on a test run. Um, but in that test run, the terrorists come and they shoot and kill Doc, which basically starts the entire movie and the consequences of Marty. And obviously he has to try to get away. So what does he do? He jumps in the DeLorean and he goes back in time to 1955. Now this is basically where the entire story begins. After Marty goes back in time in 1955, he's obviously seen by the, the townsfolk that he's the outcast and he's different and he's this alien because he's in a suit that because obviously plutonium is nuclear so you can't really expose nuclear stuff to the bare skin so obviously he's gonna look like a psychopath or really an alien back in 1955 now he doesn't know where he is but he finds himself at his own home at his own home and back in 1955 now back in 1955 it wasn't made So he's looking at what they're now building as the Lion Estates. And now he's looking at his old home, basically torn down and it's not even built yet. So he's freaking out. And he's like, how the hell am I going to get back home? So he goes to the town trying to ask for people. And the one person he runs into trying to get a coffee, trying to make sense of all this madness. Is he sees his father or his younger father. And at the time, obviously, he didn't know he was going to have a kid. But if you if you see your father and you, and then you you as the father see your kid in public, that's gonna be a little bit weird. And especially you grow up thinking, oh, I know this kid who looks exactly like you. That would be very very strange. Now what happens and basically screws up the timeline, is that Marty, he, jumps in front of the car because George is a perv and he's kind of spying on Marty's mom or Lorraine. Now, he's looking through the window with the binoculars, you know, but and he falls from the tree, and now Marty sees that he's going to die, and he pushes him out the way, and he gets hit instead. Now, what causes this, and what is so much of a problem, is that George is supposed to get hit, so that he was taken into the house, Lorraine obviously was swooned by him, and that he was a cute guy, and they were supposed to get married, but now that's... Marty, and now that Lorraine likes Marty, you see the problem. And now that that now that Lorraine is not infatuated with George, or the father, Marty has to fix everything and basically make it that he Lorraine is in love with George instead of Lorraine being in love with Marty. Or as he said, uh, Clark Kent, or whatever he said back then, because he had these purple underwear. No, it was Calvin Klein. Because, obviously, he didn't want to tell him his own name because it's his son. So, clearly. So, for Casting What Ifs, in the beginning, it wasn't actually Michael J. Fox who originally played Marty McFly. It was actually Eric Stoltz. And they had about a couple months worth of film, but... Zemeckis didn't really like Stoltz so he they got rid of him and then he was replaced by none other than Michael J. Fox. Now it was sort of a tough thing to record the movie because he was also doing family ties at the time so what he had to do is he had to go from family ties and then go into a van and like four at the morning and then go on the set of Back to the Future and he would do that for how many long it would take for Family Ties and Back to the Future to get to get um film and obviously we now see it was the better choice because marty or michael j fox plays that role 10 times better than anybody could same with doc brown really every single person in their roles are very well and i'll talk about that next the cast for back to the future relatively stays the same throughout all three movies obviously you have your two main um stars michael j fox and christopher lloyd and then you have the mother leah thompson you have the bully thomas f wilson and then you have the, the father george Crispin glover now the thing about all these characters is they all reoccur in all three movies except for Crispin glover in the second two movies because he wanted to come back but something happened I don't exactly remember what happened but they used his old footage and had it dubbed over his face because someone else was playing his double so you could obviously clearly see that it wasn't really Crispin Glover but he told them not to use his face not to use his like anything at all and yet they still used it and obviously he won his lawsuit which is great for him but it's kind of kind of sad that he didn't come back for the other two films So with the movie's legacy, since coming out in, back in 1985, the movie has become a legendary movie and a fanfare for all sci-fi lovers, including myself. But the second one coming out in 1989, it had predictions for 2015 being the year of flying cars, hoverboards, and basically being the, the year of the future and everything like that. But obviously back in 2015, we didn't have flying cars. We did technically have hoverboards, but not in the same capacity that they were showing then. Obviously... What are you going to do back in 1989? Uh, But some of the awards Back to the Future got, they had four total Oscars, one for best effects, one for best writing and screenplay, one for best sound, and one for best music and original sound. Um, I think the most memorable movie out of the trilogy, I think, has to be the first one. It takes the cake. As they say, the original is always the best. But it's just the most simple out of the three. I mean, the concept of the movie and the story is just simpler. Really, it's Marty. Ha- Mar- Doc creates a time machine. Doc gets shot. Marty goes back in time. He fucks it up with his parents, and then he and then he basically has to rekindle their their love so that he could basically exist. Because obviously, if Lorraine and George don't get married, Marty is no longer existing. So throughout the movie, he's trying and trying and trying, but George still won't budge. And then he's looking to fade away into existence. But George pulls it out and he kisses Lorraine at the dance and they live for a really high raptor. And last but certainly not least, I say the most memorable scene. Now, I didn't really have much for this um, I'd say the three movies, uh, the trilogy of Back to the Future is just the greatest of all time. I think that they're recorded and just done so beautifully that it's just pure. It's just, you. there's nothing about them that I can find. Like, there's a little bit of nitpicking, but I'd have to go into the movies really in deep and in depth to go back and find a really good scene. Because out of all three movies, really out of the first movie, I can't find a scene that's just like, wow, like, I really the whole thing really it's 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 amazing hey guys thanks for watching listening hope you guys enjoyed we'll be back next time